Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natch 20 Review. As you will undoubtedly hear, we have a slightly different audio quality this week uh, because we are using, uh, rather than using Discord or a variety of other uh, hackneyed options, we actually have lav mics this week, and we're each and every one of us mics. So that's wonderful. Uh, hopefully speaking, by different audio quality, it's better audio quality. Yeah, hopefully better. But uh, speaking of who we are and who we are that are mic'd, I'm John, also known as Stock. I'm the executive producer here at Final Show Films, and with me today is... Units, uh, also known as Austin. Uh, Katie, also known as Omniscient Otter. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you tried to talk when I pointed at Austin. But... No, you pointed at. I thought you pointed at me. It was a very broad point. You're married to both of them, didn't you know that? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Polly family. Uh, this is, anyways. Um, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And this week, we are reviewing Firefly, Shiny Dice, a press-your-luck dice game set in the Firefly universe. Uh, so it is a, like I just said, it's a press-your-luck dice game. We've, we've played this sort of game before. For those of you that have listened to our previous Natch 20 reviews, Dungeon Dice is a press-your-luck dice game. Stuff like that. Um, Farkle Bunko. Farkle Bunko, yeah. There's, 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 a, there's a million of these. Um, specifically, this one, uh, you have a set of 15 dice that you roll. Uh, there are ten crew dice. Seven of them are outlaw dice. They're brown. Three of them are passenger dice. They're white. The outlaw dice represents the actual crew of the Serenity. Jane, uh, Mal, uh, Kaylee, and uh, Zoe, and Wash. Um, and then the passenger dice represent the passengers. Simon, Inara, River, and Book. Uh, then there are five faux dice, which represent Nishka, Sh- Saffron, and Badger. Uh, the game also comes with 38 mission cards, 32 victory point cards, ranging from, this says 12 to 5, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, never mind, 20 100-point cards. I thought it said 20 100-point, I was like, that's a lie. Uh, 12 500-point cards, there's also 30 supply cards, 10 single-digit supply cards, 10 double-digit supply cards, which we didn't realize were in the game, and, and 10 triple-digit supply cards. More on cards. that later. I, I would like to point out, when it says digits, they're lying. There are no Sorry, digits on these it's, cards. It's, it's not digit. I'm just saying digit. It's ten single supply cards, ten double supply cards, okay. ten triple supply cards. Um, uh, five player screens, which we didn't find a purpose for. Well, they're great because they have the rules written on them, but yeah, they're not really screens. I do have a purpose for them, so don't. Well, okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Don't. Uh, and two player mats, and these are actual like nice di- like card playing player mats. These are the uh, basically they're mouse pads with color on them. Um, <laughs> As opposed to mouse pads without color on it? Yeah. As opposed to like playing black mouse pads. The object oh, of the game. Uh, you use crew members aboard Serenity to complete missions and defeat fo- and defeat evil foes. Firefly, trademark, shiny dice, is played over three rounds. At the end, the victor with the most the player with the most victory points wins and is declared best in the verse. For longer games, you can add more rounds, however, we recommend three for an average game length. That's verbatim from the rulebook. Uh, basically, you have five, up to five players. We played with four. Uh, you set up so that each of you has an area to roll your dice. Each of you has access to the cards, which are in the center of the table. And each of you has access to one of the two player mats. Um, and uh, you go around clockwise around the table. Um, rolling, You roll the 15 dice, separate them out. Um, the dice are uh, on, the faces that, on, on the faces of the crew dice. You have uh, Mal, Zoe, Wash, Jane, Kaylee, and Supplies. And on the faces of the passenger die, you have Simon, River, Inara, Book, and Supplies. So there's a chance to get supplies on both dice. And then on the faces of the faux dice, as I said previously, it's Badger, Saffron, and Nishka. Um, 
So you roll out the fifteen, and you're gonna get, and you're gonna get a random amount amalgamation of those faces. Uh, and the way it works after that is you separate them out. You separate out your crew dice, you separate out your foe dice, and, and if there are any supply dice, they are automatically sent to the supply area of the playmat. The playmat, by the way, is separated into seven areas. Uh, it is separated into uh, knockout, cargo hold, supplies, Nishka, Saffron, Badger, and Serenity. All the crew go to Serenity, and all the foes go to their respective areas to start. Uh, then you pick your crew. So if, if you have certain crew members, specifically Wash and River, they can be used to re-roll some dice. Wash can re-roll himself and any other crew dice, and River can re-roll herself and any other foe dice. River also has another ability. Wash has no other abilities. That information will become relevant later in the review. Um, once you've finished re-rolling or not re-rolling, depending on what you want to do with your with your characters, or what uh, you rolled, after you finish logging in, so you've, you've you've finalized your crew, you've locked in your supplies, they go in the supply zone, then you draw a mission. Uh, missions range from what's the variety? We have escape missions. Uh, when if you complete an escape mission, when you complete it, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, you immediately can you can immediately end your turn, uh, keeping whatever victory points are there, not having to deal with your foes, and keeping whatever supplies you have. Um, bushwhacked. If a bushwhacked mission is not completed, uh, you cannot keep flying, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, Goram, Goram is the opposite. Goram is the opposite. If you complete the mission, if you complete a Goram mission, you have to keep flying. And sabotage. Uh, when a sabotage mission is revealed, if you cannot, if you uh, if you cannot satisfy the conditions of the mission, you must immediately, before the foes get their turn, reroll all of your crew dice and keep whatever you reroll. You do not get to utilize wash or river at that stage. And then shiny missions, uh, which immediately deal one point of damage to any foe, and if you complete them, most of them also deal another point of damage. Some of them give you other effects. Um, then step three, misbehave. So, misbehave. Phase one, you complete any shiny missions you have. Shiny missions are special in that they get completed before your foes get to take their turn. Aside from that if, it's them in sabotage. Which right. means that they deal damage. Yeah. I mean, if they deal, they deal damage before your foes can deal damage to you, which is good for you. Um, then phase two, foes strike. So, at that point, all of the foes that you have rolled out uh, do their thing. Nishka kills one of your one of your crew for every Nishka you have, i.e., sends them to the knockout zone. Saffron removes one of your foes, one one of your crew for each Saffron you have to the cargo hold, and then uh, Badger takes one of your supplies for each Badger there is. And on the playmat, I like this. Uh, all the, on on the playmat, all three of the foes are next to the uh, subsequent zone they affect. Nishka's next to the knockout, a Saffron's next to the cargo hold, and Badger's next to the supplies. Uh, also, as a caveat, when rolling dice, if you roll four of any kind of foe dice, all other players lose 100 victory points. Not you. All other players. Sort of a, a, a comeback mechanic uh, built into the dice. Not an easily... Uh, a randomized comeback mechanic. True, but a comeback mechanic. Um, Is that what you call it? And, uh, if there are more supplies than bat... So basically, Badger takes one supply per Badger. If there's more supplies than Badger or more Badgers than supplies, you go to the limit of whichever direction there is. Uh, phase three is when you complete missions. If it wasn't a shiny mission, this is when you complete it. So if you, ha if you, rolled, if you rolled the correct amount of people that that mission requires, you can, complete, you can choose to complete the mission here. 
if uh, which includes uh, this is actually where sabotage missions go off. Um, they, if if you don't have the ability to complete them here, then you reroll your cards when you reveal the sabotage mission. But if you have the ability to complete the sabotage mission, you don't actually complete it until this phase. Same with all the other missions. It's a little convoluted, but that's how it works. Um, uh, uh, missions can give you a variety of bonuses, although most of them uh, knuckle down to you gain multiple supplies if you can't kill all your enemies, you gain, more, you gain victory points for completing the mission, you gain supplies for completing the mission, or in the case of shiny, shiny missions, you deal damage for completing the mission. Or in the case of Bushwhacked, nothing happens if you complete it, you just yeah. don't take the penalty for not. Yeah, Bushwhacked gives you nothing. All of the Bushwhacked cards give you nothing, um, and give you nothing if you complete them, but penalize you heavily if you fail. Then uh, it goes to... So, uh, then it goes to... So, yeah, sorry. Continuing the Have a Plan section. After you complete your missions, uh, you get to spend your crew to deal with your foes. Uh, each crew member has an effect that they can get, that they can use. Uh, they have powers. Mal has two powers, Charm and Inspiration. You pick one. Charm, Mal deals two damage to Saffron. So... Foes take damage based on the amount of dice they have. Basically, their dice pool is their health. Uh, so if you have two Saffrons, she has two health. Mal deals two damage only to Saffron. If you have two, Nik if you have two uh, Nishkas, you he has two health, etc., etc. Um, and his inspiration, which is the other thing, you can pick one outlaw die, one brown die, or two passenger die, two white die, that are in the cargo hold, where Saffron puts them, and re-roll them, and then place them in the Serenity. So you get to bring back and cut some of your crew members if you spend Mal in that way. Uh, which typically, if you're spending Mal, you'll do that if you have those Saffrons. Or if there are, you know, if there's one Saffron, you can deal with her another way. Uh, Zoe has Cover Fire. Deals two damage divided as you choose amongst foes. Probably the, one of the most useful abilities of the dice. Yeah, Zoe and Kaylee are the best. And River. And River, yeah. yeah. The ladies are the best. Yeah. Well, of course. It's a Joss Whedon. Uh, Wash's it's true. Wash's power is Leaf on the Wind. You get to re-roll Wash and any of your other uh, crew and one of your other crew dies for each Wash you have. We talked about that earlier. Uh, and you can only do this during step one, get yeah. a crew. You can only do that during get a crew. You cannot do that any other time. So if Sabotage makes you re-roll and you get more Washes, tough. Um, Jane has two abilities. Vera, deal two damage to any one foe. So, strictly worse than Zoe's. But he has a second ability. But he does have a second ability, which is damaged calm. Uh, you sacrifice Jane and one other crew dice to completely kill one foe, regardless of how, many, how much health he has. So, if you have a guy that has five, there's only five foe dice. If you have a guy that has five hit points, you can sacrifice uh, Jane and one other, one other crew dice to completely kill him. Which is nice. Um, it did happen one time. Yeah, it did happen one time. Kaylee has the power of Thruster Overload, which deals one damage to any foe and moves one dice from the KO pile to the cargo hold. We'll refer to why that's important later. Uh, Simon, uh, which is now we're getting to passenger dice, Simon has Adoration. Move one Kaylee from the KO pile to the Serenity. Simon has the worst has the second worst ability in the game. Um, River has two abilities. Psychic Link, reroll River and any one foe die uh, in the in the only in the get a crew phase, get crew phase. Which we talked about earlier. Uh, so yeah, River's second ability is Unstable Reaction. Deal one damage to each foe. Which, which is awesome. Yeah, especially if all your foes only have one dice left. Um, and her first ability is also really good, because it's like, I don't need my crew to get KO'd, so I'm going to reroll Nishka's preemptively. 
yeah, and potentially get a four, a four of a kind, and uh, make your other opponents, because this is a competitive game, make your other opponents lose victory points, which is always good in a competitive game. saying is River is pretty much the best die. Mm. Actually, Inara is the best die. And we'll get to that, because that's next. Sure. Inara has one power, companionship. Immediately score 100 victory points. This does not go into your risk points. You just get them. Like, I would happily, I would happily roll. How many, how many crew dice is that? Three. Seven? Or sorry, sorry, three? I would happily roll three Inaras and lose. Because that's 300 victory points right there. If you roll three Inaras and win, that's 600 victory points. Inara has the ability to drastically swing things in your favor. Um... So yeah, no, Inara is probably one of, like it's it might be a toss up between Inara and River, but Inara is definitely one of the best dice in the game. Yeah. Um then there's Book, who only has one ability. Salvation. Discard an amount of book dice equal to the number of foes in to, in play. Total foes, not total full dice. To capture all victory points in the current at risk score pool and end your turn immediately. Basically, book is useful when you're in your second or third run and you don't have enough dice to defeat your foes, and you're like, I can just take what I've got and run. Pretty much, yeah. But you can't rely on rolling books. No. And you may have to have three books, and that's hard to get. Well, you can use. You can be like, okay, well, I can kill one of my foes and then use a book. Yeah. Yep, you can do that too. Uh, and then, of course, you know, supplies are supplies. They go straight into the supply hold, and they don't know anything else until scoring. Um... Also, any of the passengers, that is Simon, River, and Ari, book, can forego using their ability to deal one damage to a foe, which makes all of them better than Wash. Even Simon. Um, then there's phase four, damage report. If there are any foes still in play, undefeated, then the current player's turn is over with a score of zero victory points, foregoing all of the at-risk victory points from the current temporary score area. Um, any supplies claimed this turn are placed behind the player's screen, and the current player passes all 15 dice to the next player at the, uh, uh, for them to take a turn. Um, if the current player defeated all the foes in play, for each supply remaining in the supplies area, take one supply from the center of the table. This represents supplies you salvage this turn. Um, supply tokens are permanent. You can never lose them. They're never at risk. Um, and then you get, to get, you get to take victory points for each foe defeated. Uh, 100 victory points for each foe defeated. Um, then you get to choose whether or not you're laying low or keep, in, or keep flying. So you move all the crew dice left in Serenity, as well as all the supply dice remaining in the supplies area, to the cargo hold, where they meet up with anybody that's still in the cargo hold. Uh, all the dice that were used for effect, i.e. all the dice that were used to kill your enemies, stay in the knockout area. As so does anything hit by Nishka. Yeah, as does anything that hit by Nishka that wasn't brought to the cargo hold by Kaylee. Um... So you move all the things to the knockout zone out of the way and look at the remaining dice. If you choose to keep flying, you roll those remaining dice and all of the foe dice. If you choose to lay low, you take your victory points and end your turn. And so that's where we were talking about earlier uh, where uh, that becomes relevant. Um, because if you move things to the cargo hold with Kaylee's power, uh, then anything in the cargo hold, including things you moved there, get to come back. Which is why Nishka is the worst foe and Badger is the best. Yeah. Because Badger doesn't do anything but takes flies and Nishka puts people in the KO. Saffron, even though she moves things to cargo hold, you'd still use them later. Um, 
at the end of the game. After three rounds of play, you all reveal, you reveal all your victory points, which were apparently hidden information, even though if you're paying attention to the game, they are never hidden. It's not actually hidden information. Um, and all of your car and all of your supplies. Every two supplies that you have counts for 100 victory points. Count up your victory points. Whoever has the whoever has the most victory points wins. And that's the entirety of the game. We made it sound more complicated than it was, but we basically just read the entire rule book to you. Yeah, the book makes it sound more complicated than. It uh, so that's the game. That's how the game plays. Let's talk about first impressions. Who wants to go first? I can go first if no one else wants to. Go ahead. So, uh, first impressions, the, I mean, my very first impression is this is a dice game, which means that there is a lot of inherent randomness. It is a lot of price your luck. There's a lot of luck involved. But very first impression was the dice, there's a lot of strategy with the dice. Um, one of the dice that I feel had a lot more strategy than I expected was River, because being able to be like, you know, do I use River to just kill everything, or do I use River to reroll Nishka so I can keep going? was definitely a big factor. There was a lot more play to it. For for being a dice game, there's a lot of play to the dice, and there's a lot of choices and, and, and strategy in that regard. Yeah. My other... The, my first question of playing the game is that missions are terrible. And they're the worst <laughs> thing about the game. And Was that your first impression, or are you skipping to your dislikes? No, no, no. The, the, after, after one round of play, I'm like, the dice are really interesting, the missions are terrible. That was my first impression. Okay. Holly. Um, I enjoyed it um, on first impressions. It was kind of complicated, though, to pick up on. It was a lot easier once you got the hang of it. Yeah. I think it was unnecessarily overly complicated. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to agree with Holly. My first impression, because uh, basically we sat here in Austin and John were reading the <laughs> rule book and Holly and I were talking about our children and trading memes. And so it just sounded unnecessarily complicated. It, it, so my first impression was like, Oh my God, this is going to be a complicated game. I'm going to have to have John Austin's help on this because I'm not going to understand the strategy or whatever. But then after the first round, I'm just like, Oh, okay, I get it. You know, so all that talk you just heard John do, Sounds really complicated. It's really not. Mm. So, but my first impression was like that just does not sound that does not sound fun. That sounds way too complicated. Yeah, for me, the same basically the same thing. Um, the rule book is not laid out well. The rule book is not. I it was I, not proofread. I feel. I think the rule book is fine. It's it's a very short rule book. It is a very short rule book, but a lot of text is crammed together. In what probably you could have, you could, this rule book is, how many pages is this rule book? Let's see. It is like 10 pages long. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly 10 pages a, a long. A 15 page rule book would have been less complicated. A five, I could have made this rule book in a five page rule book. I could have made a pamphlet that explained this game better. Actually, you, no. The rule summary I have in front of me explains the rules better. Yeah, like the, 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 the player screen. Explains the rules better than the rulebook does. That's I never even looked at the rulebook. I only looked at the player screen. Yeah, like the the, the I feel I feel like this this was their design document that they said you know what let's just make that the rulebook rather than actually sitting down with somebody who professionally writes rulebooks and having them make a draft because I could like I said I could have made a pamphlet that better explained the game in half the pages. Um, 
because it's not that complicated of a game. And it, it's, it, you know, at first blush, it seems like it should be fun. Uh, we'll talk about why it's not in a minute. That's your opinion. <laughs> Quit inflicting it upon the entire podcast. Um, Just because you are the host does not mean you get to true. decide. No, I know. That's why there are four of us. That was his first impression. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, uh, things we like. Um, I'll go ahead and start us off again. Um, there's a couple things I really like. Number one, the fact that it's Firefly matters. I've played a lot of licensed games where it does, and John's complained about this, even with not even with non-licensed games. King like of Tokyo. King of Tokyo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> where it's like this could be any splat. No, this feels like it, even having it be a dice game felt very correct, very Firefly, and the way it plays, the different characters, the kind of press your luck, uh, you know, random chance can mess you up is very Firefly. Yeah. So everything about this game screams Firefly. The other thing is. When it comes to dice games, there is a lot of luck inherently. I think they've done a good job, specifically with the dice, of allowing you to strategize and sort of plan out, okay, you know, I rolled my dice, how do I maximize and minimize? And they've made things like, as much as we rag on Wash, being able to re-roll things can be very relevant. Yep. So, you know, it's like, okay, I've got a lot of Nishka, or I've got a lot of Nishka's, I'm going to want to keep some Kaylee's because that'll let me keep going. Or, you know, it doesn't. I, it looks like I can win, but I lose a lot of dice. I want to keep my Anars for the extra points, etc., etc. Yeah. So there's there's a lot more strategy to it than a lot of dice games. They've done a lot with the dice, and the dice, everything here feels Firefly. Yeah. Those those are what I like about it. Holly. Um. I uh, one of the things I really like was what Austin said that it. It feels like Firefly. Um, the fact that it's Firefly matters. And uh, there are other things I like. I like the dice aspect of this game. Mm-hmm. I'm not so crazy about the cards, but I'll get into that in <laughs> dislikes. <laughs> in dislikes. Um, I love that we get these little screen things. Yeah. Uh, there's a screen that has like all of the rules and everything basically laid out. So if you forget... All the information's right there. And there's one for everyone. Yes. Yeah, everyone gets one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that those are my big likes right now. Okay. Uh, I actually had this you know, smart idea this time to write things down so I would remember. Um, basically, a lot of what Austin and Holly have said, um, I like the summary cards for somebody like me that <clears throat> tends to tune out when somebody's reading the rule book. You know, having the summary cards, it's very succinct. It's very straight and to the point. And that's basically what, I mean, you could leave, in my personal opinion, you could leave out the rule book and use the the summary cards and be completely fine. I mean, there's some fine details you would miss. There's but a couple corner there, scenarios. But, like, you know, I but should, for the most part. The only thing that you don't, that, that aren't on the scorecard is the explanation of the uh, mission type effects uh-huh. and what happens when you roll four of a kind. And the mission type effects could be written on the mission cards because there's like, a lot of empty space on Probably should yeah. be written on the mission cards. Probably. Um, uh, <laughs> so I like the summary cards. I thought those were very helpful. Um, the dice game itself, the dice, I say the dice game because the, of a, you know, the, the mission component, but the dice, you know, the, the straight dice game was fun. 
I liked that. Uh, the layout of the playmat was, you know, like <clears throat> John was talking about earlier, like it's laid out very nicely. It's very clearly marked. It's, you know, it looks attractive. Um, and like Austin and Holly both said, the Firefly references and symbols are integral to the game. It's not just something, it wasn't just a pre-made game, like Monopoly or Clue that they just slapped Firefly on and put, you know, put a few characters and put it, you know, changed a few names or whatever. It actually matters that this is a Firefly, Firefly game. It's full of the symbols and the references are all, you know, um, and I'll get to those too, but the fire, the, basically what they said, the fact that it's Firefly matters and it's integral to gameplay. And I was pleased to see that because anytime you see things like this, you're going, you know, is it really just, you know, is this a marketing scam or is this an actual game that, you know, fans of the show would appreciate? And this is an actual game that, you know, it's not, it's not, I don't feel like it's a marketing gimmick. It's an actual mm -hmm. game in itself. And the materials I feel, um, are quality materials like the play mats and the dice or, you know, we'll get to, we'll get to the materials. I know. I'm just saying there's, I liked the quality materials. Mm -hmm. Okay. So not try to steal your thunder. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just, I was just saying <laughs> that we're going to talk about this as well. I know. All right. That's, that's it. Oh <coughs> uh, yeah. No, I, there's, there's actually quite a lot that I like as much as I was, you know, ragging on earlier. Um, I, I like that this has, this actually solves a problem that I have with a lot of dice games like this, where there is a reward mechanic that cannot be taken away from you in the supplies. Uh, the supplies are a permanent reward. And at the end of the game, you tally them up and they give you extra victory points for every two that you have. And once you've got them, they're yours. They cannot be taken away like the victory points can. Um... And also, Anara's even, also another. Yeah, you know, well, well, but even with Anara's victory points, if you roll four of a kind, that 100 can be taken away from you. This is true. Cargo can never be taken, uh, the supplies can never be taken away. And once you get them, if you continue, if you decide to keep flying, you get those supplies at the end of each turn, at the end of each session. So you don't have to, you, you, that part of it, you're still getting rewarded for. So it mitigates a little bit of the risk and actually provides you with that incentive to keep flying if you can. Um, because even if you lose all your victory points, you're still getting your cargo. You're still getting your supplies. And so you're still getting something for taking that risk, which I like. That, that's, a, that's a good way to mitigate that feel bad that you can get from being forced to press, from being forced to carry on, um, with some of the missions. Uh, I also, like, yeah, I like the mat. I like the layout. I like the Firefly references. Everything in here is very much... The problem that I had with King of Tokyo was that if you if you took the if you took the kaiju monster uh, fight uh, shtick out of it and shifted it to anything else, it was still King of the Hill. Nothing about King of Tokyo was inherently kaiju monster related, except for the skin. This uh, there's the gambling aspects, the cargo, the, the the fact that you can get cargo, the missions, the uh, the, the the characters, the symbols on the dice, everything about this game and how the dice interact with one another. Everything about this game screams Firefly. Down to, like, Simon's ability. Simon's ability is bad. Any other dice game, the ability to only bring back one particular kind of dice would be bad. Only one. Not anybody. Just one. But even though it's bad, it still fits in with Simon's character. It still fits in with the, the character of the universe. And the fact that there's a lot of ways for you to get ruined in this game also is in keeping with the Firefly universe. Because that's kind of what it is. The strong it's, female it's, characters. It, 
it's it's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of ragtag. It's a ragtag group of people struggling to stay alive in a universe that actively hates them. Uh, so it you know and, and and it works that way. So let's talk about things we don't like. Austin. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead. And kick this off, because none of us like this. Let's go ahead and get this all out. The one worst thing about this game, absolutely, is the missions. Yes. So, reading the rules, you would expect the missions to be what the game is about. However, the missions are not the primary way you gain points in this game, like one would expect. Um, the missions are actually generally a penalty, but it's completely random. Uh, out of the three rounds we played, two of them I was not allowed to keep flying because I was bushwhacked, which stop, which says you have to end your turn after this. If you can't beat it, yeah. If you can't beat it. There's also Goram, which makes you keep flying, which ruined Holly once. Um, a lot of the missions take away choice and then the... And give you nothing in and return. And give you nothing in return. And then the shiny mission randomly massively rewards you. And it's such a swinging scale. Like, if they were all a penalty that was the same, maybe it'd be better, but it's still just <clears throat> a giant pile of feel-bad cards that... I feel like if you played the game without the mission cards, you'd, you'd, it would be not only a better game, but you wouldn't lose anything at all. You would still gain points by defeating foes. You would still gain points from Inara. You would still gain supplies by rolling supplies. The missions don't give you anything, and they don't add anything to the game. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my number one dislike. <clears throat> um, because aside from that, uh, it's a it's a dice game. There's obviously a large amount of randomness, and I, I always dislike that. Um, there was one time where Katie rolled her dice and auto-lost a round, and there was yeah. nothing she could do. Yeah. Um, I've got to touch on that. So. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, but it, it happened to all of us. Like not never That was the worst one, but it happened to all of us where it's like, oh, yeah. well, rolling this one die this way just ruined me. Yep. And, I mean, you can't make a press-your-luck game without luck involved. It's true. But this, it, it, it's just not something I like. Um, the cards just amplify that to no end. Um, aside <laughs> from that, there's a couple things in materials. The, the biggest one is the supply cards are not clearly delineated. <laughs> they, they have a number of boxes on them, but at a glance, the, the one looks different than the two and the threes, but the two and the three at a glance don't look different. No. In There's fact, a, we thought the twos were threes. And um, the, the the victory points, uh, it took a minute to be like, oh, there's numbers on that. Yeah. They're, they're very busy. They're very busy, which, I mean, is keeping with the universe, but the numbers <laughs> are the same color as the rest of the color team on the cards and down in the corners of hiding. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, fortunately, they have a massive color difference. So. Fortunately, yeah. They're red just, and blue. Yeah, once you know it, yes. Oh, also, for a game where it's supposedly hidden information, the supply card, all the point tracking cards don't have backs. So you can't even turn them face down. And, and they, also, you watch people pick their cards up. Yeah. So, um, the, at the end of the day, the biggest thing is they, they've overbusied the cards without putting numbers <clears> on them. <throat> they added a, a mission mechanic that didn't need to be there, and they added the hidden information mechanic that meant nothing. They put three things in that didn't need to exist. Mm -hmm. And made every time they added something, made it a worse game. Yeah. That's my biggest dislike. Holly? Well, Austin just took, like, all of mine. 
like that. That I was gonna say. Um, you can always just say ditto. <laughs> Uh, the uh, missions. I want to hear what the, she has to say. The missions, the the cards, the fact that it took me about ten good minutes to realize that there are numbers <laughs> on the victory point card. You're not the only one. Yep. Because it's just it's so pretty <clears throat> and it's so distracting and there's a number there. Um. There's other. Oh, can someone explain to me what supplies do? They give you supplies, which give you victory points. Oh, oh, they do give. Okay. That's no, all they do. Okay. And they're things that Badger takes away. Yeah, he always takes them, right? Yeah. But he, but you get them back if you kill him. <laughs> if you also, kill Badger him. reincarnates every three seconds. I feel like it's really difficult to get supplies. I was never able to get supplies Well, myself. the problem is, yeah, getting supplies is 100% random. That's yep. like a sink or swim. Did, did anyone here get supplies? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I rolled one round where I, I lost the entire round because I rolled six supplies and didn't have a crew. You didn't have enough of a crew to actually get victory points. But ironically, I got 300 victory points for that round. Yeah. Which is more that, than what I usually got. Which is what I was talking about earlier with the uh, negation. Anyways. Um, besides that, I really don't like the missions. Yeah. They try to control me too much. <laughs> and they try to tell you how to live your life. You can't. They don't know me. They can't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> Okay. Right. Uh, guess what I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> Does it start with M and end in issue? Give the gentleman a prize. Um, missions. There is no point. No point to the missions and very little <clears throat> redeeming quality. And here's here's my here's my deal. Because the first turn I had, I got a shiny mission. So I'm like, oh, this is a cool game. And then the second round. I got a not shiny mission, and like I just basically rolled the dice, and they're like, "That's your turn." I'm like, "That's crap. Why is that just my turn? What, like, you know, why? There's no, you know, I can't, you know, I can't trade anything. I can't, you know, I can't swap anything. I can't, you know, draw anything. No, no, that's just the way the dice rolled, and you're screwed. So have fun. Wait till your next turn. Um, you only get three turns. So it's like, so yeah, if you lose one turn, if you if you have one crap round, you're just like, you know, that's that's a waste. Um, okay, uh, let me look. So I did mission. Yeah. And the other thing about the missions, on the cards, they have the symbols of the uh, characters in, uh, or characters or foes that you need to complete them. Those, to me, are totally random, because the second one I had, the, no, not the second. The third one I had, I could have totally completed, but I didn't have an Inara. And it's like, I could have totally completed this, but because I didn't have an Anara, I could do Jack. Oh yeah, completing the missions is has nothing to do and that, with like, you. And that and that to me is, you know, like I don't the <clears throat> the the missions being pointless is one thing, but on top of that with the cards and the symbols is like that's even just more pointlessness on top of pointlessness, you know, because there's you know, the symbols have nothing to do with it. Um And to clarify, you get you get your mission after you've locked in your I'm, dice. I'm, yeah, I'm going there. You, you're going there? Okay. I'm going there. I, I have it written I down. No, you're cool. You're cool. Um, foe strike first. Do not like. Um, uh, uh, the mission's coming after you lock in your die. That seems very backwards to me. Um, uh, mission... Um, 
one thing that bugged me that hasn't come up yet is the supplies on both the supply dice and the on both. Oh yeah. That some of them are white and some of them are brown. It's like you lose characters, but you gain supplies, and that. Well, that's the the, the both the passenger dice and the uh, and the outlaw dice have supply on them. And I'm sorry, like either make them all one or the other, because that really bugged me. Is that I had some some outlaw dice and some passenger dice that were you know supplies, and I felt like you know I mean I felt like you know not that there needs to be any more dice in this game, but if you're <laughs> going to do that yeah, as supplies, at least. Like make it, it all outlaws or all crew. Yeah, make it one or the other. It's because it's just like you feel like you lose you lose characters, you lose potential there. Um, uh, and the the last one is a personal one that Holly is going to make fun of me for. Um, <laughs> wash. Yeah, oh my god, from the wind. Oh my god, wash you guys. Oh. Yeah, they called my first my first thing was they called his ability leaf on the wind, which is like wash is. <laughs> So much more than just Wash dying. It's like, ah, why? To be fair, that was his catchphrase throughout the show. And this I know, is but, the Firefly game. I know, but that's, what every, but that's what everybody... But he had so many other great quotes, though. And, you know, phrases. And, you know, that just... Everybody associates... But, you know, you can find me one person that can name... A, Okay, I'm I'm looking at this room and that's a bad idea. <laughs> just like, we shall call this land. Yeah, no, that's what I this land. No, I was saying name, but where I was going, where I was going is like you know, naming naming one person that you know, can. No, I can name lots of wash quotes. That's my point. But they're saying you know, leaf on the wind thing. You know, who does not associate that with wash dying in serenity? Yeah, like exactly my point. I'm like. I feel like Wash and Simon, and I guess stand up for Simon too. Wash and Simon are so much more than the, the as far as the ability, because oh, yeah. like, all yeah. Simon can do is save Kaylee. I'm like, these are two very interesting characters, two of my favorite characters. In they're they're dice. They, 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 they got they're they got shafted. They yeah. got they got shafted in and plus you know just calling anything Wash with the leaf on the wind just bugs the snot out of me because it makes me remember serenity and I I'm am going to still teach my child how I to say this still not for, I have still not forgiven Joss Whedon okay. for that one thing and I will never until I breathe my last breath Okay. and maybe not even then I just have to get that out there into the universe okay. alright so <laughs> I'm just going to recap everything that we everything that we hate about the missions because uh, that's also with me oh, oh we forgot one thing with well, the missions I, I, uh, let me go through everything we hate about it, and then if I if I miss anything, throw something in there. So first, they're arbitrary. They they don't have any like like most of them don't give enough benefit to justify the the downside that the rest of them give. Um, you you pick you you grab a mission after you've locked in your dice. So you have no way of knowing if you're gonna if you're even gonna have the ability to complete the mission. Um, they also rely not only on just your crew, but also on your foes and a combination thereof. So, like, there's one that requires you to have four of Nishka, which means four of your crew is going to die. By the way, that one's a bushwhacked mission. You know what that means? You have to, actually, no, that was a Goram mission. So even if you complete it, you have to keep flying with four less crew because they get KO'd. They don't go to the cargo hold. That mission is specifically designed to screw you. Um, 
And, and then um, there are three missions that require wash. The problem is wash has no use after the gatherer crew phase. You draw your mission after you've locked in your crew. Tell me, Austin, why would I ever lock in Wash? Because you're brain dead. He has no other uses throughout the game. The only reason you would lock in Wash is to complete a mission that you need Wash for, and you don't pick the missions until after you've locked in your crew. Please tell me, people listening, that your ears are bleeding right now, because that should be melting your brain. I want to clarify also, who hires a crew before the mission? Yeah. Like, just... Well, just well, no, you hire the crew before the mission, but a lot of administrators the mission before you hire the crew. Like, but it's, it's, you need to know the mission. The whole thing is okay. It's get a crew, then get a mission. Why don't you yeah, have a mission? What, yeah, what, what, your mission what, what are we using this crew for? Oh yeah. shoot, I got a, a bunch yeah. of gunmen yeah. to go deliver medical supplies. What? Yeah, so like you know things like I, that. Um, the, the, oh, also, the, uh, Jane uh, isn't on any of the mission cards. Is he not? I'm pretty sure. Check through, but uh, but yeah, no. The mission's driving me crazy. Also, there's only one mission that has double typing. One mission has double typing, and it's both a bushwhack mission and a sabotage mission. So, if you don't have the capacity to complete it already, you re-roll your dice and then get locked down. So, it's it it's a pain. It's, it's overly complex and overly a pain. Um... I don't think I missed anything. It is one mission that requires one Jane, mission requires, that requires two. Jane. Yeah, there are three missions that require mo- a wash. Two of them require two washes. So yeah, problems with the missions. Um, the other, the other big issue that I have is because this is a pressure luck dice game, it naturally gets compared to other pressure luck dice games. And the other one that we reviewed is dungeon dice, and I can't think of anything other than being Firefly-related, that this game does that Dungeon Dice doesn't do better as a pressure luck dice game. Every So in Dungeon Dice, every dice can kill every enemy type. In this game, no, they can't. Mal can only deal with Saffron. Uh, and then your passengers can only deal one damage. Uh, Zoe can kill two people, but can kill two people from anybody, but... Uh, but uh, uh, um. Jane. Jane can can only kill can only kill two of one person, uh, and Wash can't kill anybody. Simon can kill somebody if you don't use his ability. Simon can kill people better than Wash. Um, but again, Simon does carry a gun in the series. In dungeon, than Wash in, does. In, in dungeon dice, there's the scroll ability. The scroll does what Wash does, lets you reroll a dice. You know when you can use the scroll any time during the dungeon. You know when you can use Wash only when you're picking your crew. There are reasons going into a dungeon you will have a scroll. There is no reason going into the rest of this game for you to keep wash. Um, in dungeon dice, each enemy, each uh, adventurer type can kill one of any creature and all of a specific type of creature. Warriors can kill any number of goblins. Doesn't matter how many. Doesn't matter how many. How many uh, uh, um, uh, you have. What is it? What is it? Sorry. How many Nishkas? I don't know why I said Vishra. It doesn't matter how many Nishkas you have, Mal cannot kill any of them. Wash cannot kill any of them. The passengers can only kill one of them, and Zoe can only kill two of them, even if you have five Nishkas. Um, So it's... There's issues. And then in Dungeon... So in Dungeon Dice, the cards, which are your character cards, drastically affect how you play the game. 
the cards that are provided give you different abilities that you can use all of your dice for. They even turn the scrolls into attacking creatures, depending on if you have the right one, and they themselves can affect the game. The mission cards do nothing but screw you over, unless they're the shiny cards, and they are the least number, and they are the smallest number of cards. I just want to interject here. My husband is part Italian, part Cuban, so he is pacing right now, and the hands are flying. Yes. I would also like to clarify that this opinion is John's opinion. It's not necessarily reflected by other members of Final Show Tales. <laughs> I, I personally think that Dungeon Dice is not as good of a game and that the dice here I'm are just, more varied. In I'm, I'm just talking about when you when you line them up with what each one does mechanically, Dungeon Dice, the, the Dungeon Dice, the, the, yeah, the Dungeon Dice dice can do more in more situations. Whereas the Firefly dice have a wider variety of abilities, but a much more narrow and linear set of applications. Which, But that, that's part of the difference is in Dungeon Dice, you don't know what your foe dice are going to be going into it. In this game, you know what your foe dice are as you're setting up your crew, and so you you, you lock in your crew more strategically that way. Oh, yeah. the, just just the counterpoint. Yeah, your opinion is your opinion. That's, I'm just yeah. granting the counterpoint that I have. I was in the middle of a rant. You cut me off. You lost momentum. Oh, that, that was the good. Idea. That was also the idea. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the point. It's like you should not be allowed to stand up during these things because you <laughs> you you built. No, I'm serious because three of us are sitting at a table. He has to. He's tethered to the the mic at the computer. You know, but well, he, what we're saying is he got a little worked up. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. he like you know, but he's 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 furiously. You know, increasing still, his pace as the reason, he keeps and, talking. And, and the reason I'm getting this upset about this game is because I love Firefly. It deserves a better game. Um, especially with the mission. Like, and and I, I'm not even mad that the missions are so heavily leaning towards bad things because that makes sense and that keeps in flavor with the world. Like, the world is constantly trying to punch you down in Firefly. It makes sense for most of the cards to be negative. But for them to be almost impossible to complete, we completed two missions. In three rounds, four people, four people that's, that's completed slow. two missions. Also, to clarify, addition to the missions being random and all being feel-bads, they're not feel bads in they cause you to lose things. They're feel bads as in they take away options. Yeah. Which is a much worse way to penalize like, someone. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if they're negative. I care about the fact that you pick them after you pick your crew. That's the biggest idiot decision. I don't know who looked at that design document and said, yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know who did that. Because well, we then could, we Wash could. would have a whole lot more. He's like, hey, I want, I need another mouse. I'm going to use my Wash's to exactly. to get more like, mouse. That would make Wash ten times more useful. That would make Simon ten times more useful because then you know if you're going to have to have a lot of Kaylees. So you're going to want to bring Kaylees back. Like, because because you don't select, because if, if your dice are KO'd, you can't use them to complete the mission. So if you know you're going to need Kaylees to complete the mission and you've got a lot of, and you've got a lot of Mishkas, you know to keep Simon. That gives Simon and Wash so much more to do just by rearranging the order of things and makes missions not so much of a feel-bad. Because now you have options to confront the mission and to plan. Okay, I can only keep this child yeah, still yeah, and quiet for I so know. long. Anyways, so I've got, I've got, I could go on for like another half an hour. But that, would stop not, that, would there. Good, that would not be good radio. I'm going to stop there. Uh, let's talk about the materials. So uh, the cards are a nice cardboard. 
Um, the cards are very nice. They have good art. They've got good backgrounds. They've got good. Uh, it's not art. It's pictures. It's screenshots of the show. It's screenshots. Well, but they're well laid out. For the missions. And they're well yeah. Shown. Yeah. The victory cards have nice art. Yeah, no, the victory cards have nice art. The mission. The mission cards have good good screenshots. They all have a quote that relates to the show for their mission titles. They all are, and, and the, the 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 icons do have a purpose. The icons the icons represent whatever the scene is going on in there. For instance, the one that has two that has uh, two shan uh, two um, yeah saffron two saffrons and one wash to complete is wash in that ep in the episode that saffron was in asking somebody why saffron was on the ship. Like it, the, the 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 number of character the, the characters required to complete the missions makes sense with what the mission is referencing. It's just that you pick the mission after. Okay. Anyway. Um. The 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 playmats are great. Two of them. Yeah. One each side of the table. There are like always that. at right side. There up. are two like playmats. There are two playmats. They're very nicely made. There's enough player screens with information for everybody. We talked about how the rulebook could be better laid out. But the player um, screens easily compensate. But the player screens are nice. So the supply cards. They look nice, but they're very confusing because... It's the same thing with the victory point cards. Yeah, the, 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 the art is nice, but they're not very clearly delineated. Well, they're like, this is one supply, this is two supplies. The, the dice are nice. I think, they, I think they probably use the same dice manufacturer that Dungeon Dice uses. There, there's they're probably very one major like yeah. re nice resin die manufacturer, and they're slightly larger, and they're heavier, and they roll nicely. Why is an R an hourglass? I don't know. Yes, all the other yes, that sense. was one of my questions. I think because well, there I have two theories on that. I, number number one is like, like to clarify, Jane is a beanie. That makes okay. sense. Jane is specifically Jane's hat. Yeah, Zoe is a shotgun. Mal's a pistol. Simon's a first aid symbol. River is a, a river. A river. Um, Kaylee is a strawberry. Nishka is his glasses. Saffron's the lips. Uh, Badger's the bowler hat. Kaylee's a strawberry. Book is a book. Why is Inara an hourglass? Okay, I have two theories on this. One of them being that, you know, she had appointments, and so you would, you know, she, to, she, she would keep time, you know... Okay, I have two theories. She on didn't it. have an hourglass. She, 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 did. she, she didn't have an hourglass. You know, to like, you know, oh, your time is up, your appointment's over, you know. This is true. Um, the other thing is, and this is... Um, this is this is spoil. This is kind of not really spoiler candy. We, we, we already said too, what's his name died. It's, I mean, it's that's, too old. That's kind yeah. Of a given. Yeah. Well, oops. <laughs> if you warning, don't know, spoilers. Warning: Wash dies. <laughs> <laughs> right as he's saying, "I'm a leaf on the wind." Watch how I. <laughs> we should probably put a spoilers warning at the beginning of this episode. Uh, oh, we should. Anyway, um, but the you know part of the you know because I'm. One of those people that like likes to listen to the commentary tracks, you know, as the episodes are playing. In one of the in the behind the scenes stuff, and one thing, if the series had continued on beyond the episodes that we have, um, you know, that there was there were indicators that Inara had had uh, had some kind of degenerative um, um, disease um, or um, oh, her sand or was slipping away. I got you. And so, I don't like, know if the makers know, of this game were that. She's, I don't know either. I'm pretty certain they made it an hourglass because she owned an hourglass. Yeah, but it, it, like, it is hard to represent an hour. But to me, but to me, like, pillows. what? Pillows. No, you can't really put that. Just looks like a square. Though. A tea. A tea. Yeah, a teacup. Yeah, the teacup was my opinion. A, but, the sidecar, the ship that she owned. I would be, but I would, but my, um. I like my theory, even though it's probably not true, but, you know, she did, she was, you know, eventually going to, like, her time was running out. 
No, I do like that. I don't think that they thought that. I don't think they did either. I like that you thought that. We've gone really deep on one symbol on one die. Can I have to? Oh, no, no. I I appreciate that. You saw my husband talk for like an hour about. It was 10 minutes. He does it. Oh, really? It feels like an hour. Was it just just, Anyways. Was it just me? Anyways. So. Uh, Materials are pretty good. Overall, materials good. How much did it cost? 25 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so about about what? For the price, yeah, uh, slightly more expensive than Dungeon Dice, but it's, you get a got, whole more, lot more it's got more stuff. Yeah, it's got yeah. more material. And the box is properly shaped and sized to fit everything. Yep. Imagine it's not, that. It's not a massive box with a valley. Yeah. Which I think, which I which I found that most uh, pressure lock dice games have that. Most mm-hmm. pressure lock dice games have smaller boxes that are correctly sized. Um, so yeah, so that's that's Firefly Shiny Dice. Firefly trademark Shiny Dice. Uh, so let's go around the Firefly, room. Firefly, get the missions out of here. Shiny dice. Let's go around the room and give our final opinions and review scores. Austin, go ahead, go first. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this this game my actual review score, and then I'm going to give it the uh, theoretical uh, view score it could have gotten <laughs> if it didn't have missions in it. Actual score is a D plus because you don't have options. And the game just randomly kills you and makes you feel bad, and it messes up your plans. If there were no missions, or if the <clears> missions <throat> were fixed and put before the phase, which are two things that anyone who owns this game can do without any other effort, it would have gotten a B minus. Yep. So it dropped a letter grade and a half. Yeah. For the missions. Yep. Which should tell you how much I dislike them. Yep. Holly? Um, I'm going to give it a C plus because I, I see the potential in this game. And there is potential without the missions. I agree with Austin. And I want to try playing it without the missions to see how it plays. Yep. Katie? I am also, I'm, I'm with Holly. I see the potential in this game. And I, I enjoyed it. Once I, I figured out it wasn't overtly complicated, I enjoyed it. Um, it it does have, you know, the flaws of the 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 mission <clears throat> with the with the missions, but like like it was said, you could once you have the game, once you understand the rules, you can you know adjust that if you so choose. So I see the potential there in this being an even better game. Uh, so I'm also going to give it a C plus because I would play it again and you know maybe slightly adjust it a little, and I think that would be okay. So the entire time I was playing this game, I was thinking about a different game I wanted to play. Yeah, but not bode well for a review. Yeah, like the, we, the, we've had the, and we've had that conversation with other games. The entire time I was playing this game, I kept thinking, How man, I want I want to play this game again without this rule. Yeah, which uh, like as I've said before, if I if your game makes me think of a better game, better in my eyes game, or a way to or a way modify to, the game and make yeah, it instantly better, then it can't be a C. Uh-huh. Like. That just automatically makes it at maximum a D plus because you're making me think of a different game, and automatically my brain is going to be comparing comparing it to the other game, as you could tell from my rant a few minutes ago. Like this, the entire time I was playing this game, I was thinking of Dungeon Dice. Like I was saying, you know, this is a fun game. I would much rather be playing Dungeon Dice, um, and that's that's as solid a nail in the coffin as I can put. Uh, so I. At maximum, it could have a D. It could have a D plus. Um, with the missions, I'm just gonna give it a flat D. 
Like, yeah. I'll play it. I, I'll think about a different game while I'm playing it, but I'll play it. Like, that's that's kind of all I can say. I, I would gladly, I would gladly play this game without missions. I do not want to play this game I the would, way that the rules are written. Here's 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 the thing though, like, because you're sitting here going, you know, I'm thinking about a different game the entire time. But that never came up to me. Well, and, and that, that, that's yeah, because and that's, and that's, it affects everybody in a different way. I know it does. Affect, I know. I know. I understand that. I just wanted to put, you know, put it out there that. Yeah. You know. That's not everybody. That's specifically me. That's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, no. I, like, because I, understand. on the other hand, like, you know, would rather play this than Dungeon Dice, mostly because I would, I would remember this game and I would care more about this game because I like Firefly, you know, than I would about dungeon dice that's fine that's so, absolutely fine i'm just my my opinion still stands I'm like, I, I'm, no i'm not <laughs> looking to change your opinion i'm just throwing it out there yeah so like, it doesn't sound like you're doing a commercial for dungeon dice no i if you want to listen to this podcast no i don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, that said if, if dungeon dice wants to sponsor us i mean <laughs> hey if we do get a dungeon dice sponsorship we will gladly show it uh over everything else uh no we wouldn't because we, we're not smart enough to do that um so yeah d Flat D. Like, it's, it's an okay game. And as we can tell just by this array of grades, you know, there are people that will enjoy this game. There are people that will pick this game up and won't be under the obligation to play with all the rules that we are because we're reviewing it and throw away the mission cards and play it and have fun. And that's great. More power to you. But with the rules as presented, playing it the way we played it, it kept... And it's not that I was just thinking of Dungeon Dice. This game kept reminding me of Dungeon Dice and making me wish I was playing it. So that's pretty much all I can say on that. Five more seconds. All right. So yeah, uh, that's been Firefly Shiny Dice, uh, and we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out at our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com/fsfilms. We produce a wide variety of content. I just said that, didn't I? Um, yes. You can support but us. You can remind them. Yeah, I know. Uh, you can you can support us by going to our Patreon page, uh, patreoncom uh, and uh, donating to a healthy amount. Thank you to all of our donors, especially our uh, 25 plus donors, Chris Comfrey and Tonic. Uh, speaking of which, we now are at over $100 a month, which means that Woo! starting on April 1st, we will be splitting our podcasts into their own separate feeds. The Natch 20 that you all know and love will be on its own feed by itself. It probably won't have all of its, unless I can figure out a way to finagle it, it won't have all of the previous episodes in it. But from here on out, or you sorry, won't from there on out. through actual plays. Yeah, you won't have to hunt through our massive actual plays for it. The actual plays will also be getting their own thing, and uh, Critical Thinking, our uh, Critical Role Rewatch podcast, will be getting its own thing as well. And any future podcasts that we add in will be getting their own feeds. So <clears throat> look forward to those. Uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate all of you. And we appreciate FullWillAndMania.com, the people who, uh, who are going to be hosting an article for this very thing. You may have come to us from them. If you didn't come to us from them, go give them a check out. They are a geek culture website that produces articles and uh, gives news about a wide variety of stuff, including wrestling, MMA, uh, entertainment, music, gaming, including all of our podcasts. So check them out. We appreciate them. We appreciate you. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Adios. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>